it's Jacqueline and Alana and welcome back to another episode of Black and Yellow. We back, y'all. And today I'm going to be asking you guys, do you guys haggle? If Why you're asking you me specifically, <laughs> no. No. I do not haggle. We got into a spirited debate about this. We not why too did, long. Why ago. did we start talking about why why did we start talking about haggling? We were having we were working, we were in a meeting, we were like eating or something. Yeah. We started talking. We were at like Lemon Poppy by your house. Right. And we you brought it up. You I were did. like you were like, let me ask you a question. Why I didn't think, Asians haggle? You know what it was? I think it was the fact that it was around the holidays and Holidays are an expensive time. There's a lot of places to buy gifts. And one of the places that you that I buy gifts are like outdoor fairs, flea markets, antique stores, things like that. Places where haggling takes place. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I just don't do. And I think you asked me if I haggle in those locations. And I said no. And oh. you said why. Oh. And I was like, oh. I, and, and I had no real good comeback because I... I only know one society, and that is a fixed price society. Yeah, they're making money off of you. Well, uh, yeah, fucking yeah, they are. (laughs) But I don't know any different. Like the the knee jerk reaction to haggle for a better price is just not in your bone. Like you don't have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't have a haggling bone. Not at all. And because I like you've got a foot in each world where like you're here and shit is is fixed yeah but then in other parts of the world it's mostly mostly asia but other a lot of other countries i would say because india too india i'm sure parts of europe i'm sure africa i'm sure like yeah yeah all over and i don't have a foot in those Mm. other worlds so so the 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 um, reaction to haggle is not within me Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. boy did you school me I remember you were like, well, like, why? Or like, I, you were like, I don't know how to haggle. And I just, I remember telling you like, well, listen, if I want this notebook and you're going to not sell it to me for a dollar fifty, right. I'm just going to get this notebook somewhere else. The end, period. And I'm sure of it. And but, you were like, oh. Yeah, because like for me, it's like, I guess I don't, I don't think to haggle because I I worry and wonder, well, if I haggle this person down for the cost of this notebook, is this person making any money off of the sale? Yeah. Is this person making any money to take home right. and feed their family? But that's also like business, how like I feel like business worked back then. Like when he traded like old sum, which is a lot of like Asian countries still, they do a lot of things still with cash. Right? Like, a right. lot of cultures don't do credit yet in that certain, certain right. parts of the world. Like, right. more, I guess, n- not, not, I'm not saying not civilized. I guess more evolved countries, more third world countries type of thing. Or, like, right, because bribing. you need thing and you need it now. Right. Right. Um, or just, like, you know, they only accept cash. So, if you're not going to take my credit card or if I ha- can give you cash, then you have to give me a deal. Right. Yeah. I guess, walk me through haggling, because you laid out haggling for me in a way that I've never heard it explained before. Right. And that wasn't necessarily like, um, it didn't feel far off. Like, it didn't feel like, if I'm traveling in an Asian country or an Indian country, I should haggle. But in my normal everyday life in the United States, I shouldn't haggle. And right. you argued that for me. Yeah, well, I think we also, like, I we did talk about it a little bit how it's like, it's not an American thing. No. To haggle, first of all. Right. Um, second of all, it's not a widely accepted social etiquette. And most people would say that it's not an etiquette. 
in, in sense, Western countries. In Western countries. Right. It's, it's rude. Right. And it's sort of like, how dare you? Like, why would you question the price of this? It, mm-hmm. it, it is what it is. Um, Let's be real, too. Like, Westerners, we are very much about image. And there is oh. something about haggling yeah. to Westerners that we fear. It's not pleasant. Or we feel that we might come across as looking cheap. Yeah. Or broke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Because right. there's that phrase of if you have to ask, you probably can't afford it. Exactly. Right. Which I guess my rebuttal to that would be that when someone haggles, it's because they know that whatever it is that the, that they're buying it for is not worth what they're buying it for. It's like, it's like how you haggle, like you know, ju- like you were telling me earlier how you haggle with jewelry. Always. You know, because you know that those pair of earrings should actually only be $50. Right. Because you know the market. Correct. And you, you know, know the style, whatever. And so you're not going to pay $100. Right. So I guess that goes to show, same with Asian cultures, mm-hmm. um, where most of the times they feel righteous in the sense where they know that that thing is not worth, let's say, $2. Or if you're going to sell it and I'm going to buy it for $2, you're going to throw in an extra, you know, bag of flour. Got or and like an extra apple. Or um, In New Orleans, a, we would call that land yap. A little extra. A little what? L- a little land yap. A, a little, little extra. Okay, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. a lot of business owners, like if you go to farmer's markets, you'll buy like five pounds of apples and they'll throw in like a little small apple that they can't sell. Like they'll throw it in there. Got you know? it. So it's like, I think it's an old way of doing business mm-hmm. that I think certain Asians, certain cultures especially, still feel very entitled to. And oh, still feel like So it can be very rude, actually. And um, just, you know, not appropriate Mm -hmm. for that time or that product um but it's definitely like a more of like you said like because you were talking about you were going to the fairs it's more of like um like a like a more street kind of sense of you're not gonna go to bloomingdale's and haggle yeah no right we're not haggling for hermes here exactly exactly so it's definitely more of like i think a market type of farmer type of um wholesale type of my goods goods product mm-hmm. um that that they do haggle and so um i've seen my mom do it i've seen a lot of agents and then to be honest too there's a lot of cheap agents out there you okay. know they love two for one they love bogo but, like but but didn't we like learn in our cheap or humble episode like cheap is all about framing yes you know what too. i mean yeah because i hear what you're saying yeah like where i where we might call someone cheap they might be like i work hard for my money i'm not about to come up off it easily and for sure and it's and yo you ain't helping me out paying my bills and then so it's also like you yeah absolutely i i agree so then it's also like well you're the business owner and i'm coming to you as a customer and if you don't want to sell me this right for a dollar Bye bye, mm-hmm. and that's just what you have to accept as a business owner. So if you want to get that thing sold, you're gonna do it. You're gonna find a way to do it for a dollar fifty, and they're gonna find a way to give you a dollar fifty. Got you it. Know? Yeah. So I think it goes both ways. I think people, a lot of people, focus on haggling as the consumer, but understanding haggling, oh. understanding haggling as the producer is also very different because you know the actual price wholesale. You right. actually know what you bought in bulk. You actually know the amount of that per weight right. that you're selling it. So, you know, whatever, so on and so forth. I think that's a little different. I think you have to know how much you are. Yeah. Cause I liken that to working that working in a boutique. Right. For sure. We're like, I know the cost of a pair of 
Jimmy Choo's? I mean, not Jimmy Choo's. Well, we can take that. Okay. I know the, the cost of a pair of Jimmy Choo shoes. Uh-huh. I know the How much the wholesale, they, they, like, how much? Just because I don't know. Like, like, boutique pricing? Yeah. It's always wholesale times 2.2 2 to 3. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. And Jimmy Choo, maybe Jimmy Choo isn't the best example because there's a lot of name and status tied to- into to that, that where you're not going to haggle down the price of a pair of Jimmy shoe Jimmy shoes Jimmy Choo shoes <laughs> because part of the high price tag of wearing a pair of Jimmy shoes is the sheer fact that not everyone can pay for them exactly when you're talking about premium designers of that sort part of the thing that you're paying for is the exclusivity yeah i can afford this you can't yeah I look really sick with these shoes on my feet. You don't. You're looking at my feet, and you're not going to give me that compliment, even though you know you should. Yeah. Fine, girl. I see you breaking your neck to look at my shoes. Laura, <laughs> please. Um, you tell them, girl. Like, let's just be real. <laughs> but uh, if we're talking about maybe a $100 pair of mid-label pants, mm-hmm. if those are $50 wholesale and I am – and and I, as a consumer, walk into some no-name boutique and go, I know that label. Mm-hmm. And I know that that label wholesale costs 50 bucks, and you are trying to charge me 115 for those jeans. Mm-hmm. I'm going to haggle you down. But that's only because I know how wholesale and boutique pricing works. Yeah. Does that make sense? Right. And I think that there's, in that respect, I'm an educated haggler. Yes. I, though, I work in a clothing store on the weekends. I've had people haggle down prices way below wholesale. Right. And, and at that point. Exactly. And that's what I mean by, like, that's just, like, petty, frugal. Right. Sometimes just being cheap. Sometimes just being rude. And right. most of the times, either they've done that or are doing that because it's worked before. Oh, interesting. And so they insist because in some case, I don't know, some business owner slash producer was maybe desperate hmm. um, and just said, fuck it, right? Got Here it. you go. Take it. It's my last one. Take it. My store is closing. Whatever. This is all I can get, right? So right. I think those kinds of people that haggled to, like, the bone, to the bare minimum were like, wow, now you're just being an asshole. Like, you But isn't that leave. part of the sport of haggling? For sure. And you have to have, like, face. It's kind of like gambling. Like, you have to have, like, poker face. You can't, like, all right. You have to be ready right. to walk any minute, you know? Right. Um, totally. But, but like, Let's say you understand, let's say it was the opposite. You know, you are selling those pants for $100. Mm-hmm. And this person comes in and you know that wholesale is only 50 mm-hmm. But that person wants it for 25 Yeah, no. Yeah. Like, at a, that point. A, no. B, I think that there's a cultural breakdown somewhere there. Right. And I think that that's also part of why haggling for me is kind of tough. Mm. Because there is a cultural element to it that I'm not super familiar with. Yeah. But also I can identify when someone's haggling because it is deeply ingrained in their culture. Yeah. But <laughs> obviously. But there is also a sense of I get that this is your culture, but now you're in my culture. Yeah. So like let's split the difference. Right. Where I'm willing to haggle with you because that's what you're used to doing, mm-hmm. but I need you to meet me halfway and realize that you're tooth and nail haggling right. in an institution that maybe isn't in your culture isn't always the most is the thing that's always looked highly upon. Right. Like I've done this before and I and I agree. I think more people should adopt that, but I I'm definitely kind of 
along the lines of that person that you described mm-hmm. where I mean in Asia I'm way more aggressive because I know I can I can be and, and I it can is speak in the, the culture. language exactly yeah here, and you can speak the language right but here like so for instance I go and I buy these water filters from this um one like provider store mm-hmm. um down in Torrance cuz it's the only one it's excuse me pretty far away but so the reason why it's so far away, so I don't go there very often. So when I go, I buy bulk. Got it. Right? I buy like 24 water filters at once. Got it. Because it saves me time, it saves me money, all right. that stuff. They don't say it on their wall, like, buy bulk, get 10% off. But that's all, like, like that is like just savviness that yeah, people know. Totally. So in that case, I've, I've always asked them, and they always give it to me of like, look, I'm going to buy 24. Can I get a discount? Like, I'm just straight up, like... Well, I would ask know. the same question, without yeah. a doubt. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah. But that's not, like, something... And if someone maybe who doesn't haggle or doesn't feel like that that's something, like, that's not in the culture, would never think about doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, or even asking it, or even just aware that that could even exist in that Got sense. It. So, even, like, little things like that, like, I'm just trying to find examples where it is still, like obvious and apparent in business and in America. Um, uh, buying household appliances. Yeah. Is, is I think, a good example of whether it's it, whether you are from an Asian culture that haggles or, or you're just a savvy <coughs> consumer. I would never pay full price for a refrigerator or a uh, washer dryer. Mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. always going to haggle that price down. Those are thousand dollar plus appliances. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You better believe if I'm slapping down that kind of money. First things first, salesperson. I want to talk to your manager right. because the salesperson is not going to easily come up off of a discount. Yeah, the way that a manager has the authority to do. Definitely. So can't, let me speak to your manager, and then I will ask the manager, hey. Buying, I'm buying this fridge and this washer dryer. I might even throw in some other sub household appliance that yeah, I don't exactly. really need. Maybe it's a space heater. Maybe it's a wall unit, an AC wall unit. I'm going to ask you for a discount. Yeah. That just makes sense. sense. Yeah. So I guess it's literally like that, like what you've spoken about appliances and, um, fashion or clothing items that you know about I think it's just pretty much that having that knowledge and like applying it to almost everything Hmm. of like look it doesn't hurt like is there something out there there's a difference between people who haggle to the bone and people who are just like you know very aware that that is something that can that the business owner can very you know have the freedom to give a discount um can you just define haggle to the bone for me because I'm a little confused (laughs) Like, what meaning, bone are we haggling meaning, to? like, they rip the skin off. They take the flesh Got off. It. You're already okay. bleeding. There's already, you're already in pain. You've already lost a lot of blood. And, right. like, they want it to the bone. Like, the bone. So there's, like, yeah, okay, uh, fine, 650, here. 6.50, no, 6.48. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. And Got it's, it. like, Jesus. Like, right. it was originally $30. Mm-hmm. And now I'm giving you it to 6.50. And you still want it 6.48? Got it. So there's a lot of that. Um, I've seen a lot of that. I've been, like, embarrassed um, around some of my people when I've seen it. Where it's just like, wow, now you're just being, like, a dick. Like, can you stop? I must, like. I get that. And a lot I get of, that. And it's funny, too, because in Asian culture, there's, like, so much face. You know, like if there's so much saving face. Yeah, you can't lose face. No. You cannot no. lose face. So I think there is its own sort of um, politics mm-hmm. involved in that as well, where I can see that, like, 
I can totally see like some rich person walking, some like rich Asian person walking by and seeing like a lower class Asian person, you know, haggling to the bone and thinking that that's like rude or something. Oh yeah, then, fuck like, you. If you right. are carrying a Gucci bag with yeah. a Rolex on your wrist and you are haggling to the bone, no ma'am. Yeah. You'll be paying full price. Right, exactly. Like, yeah, I think that that sort of awareness and I've for... And i that. Well, that's insane. Yeah, I Because I think you have to have that. awareness. I don't even... I, I don't know much about haggling. Right. Full... But even in, like, Middle Eastern culture, there's a lot of that. Interesting. You see these guys coming in, like, full white suits, gold watches, smelling like cigars, and they, like, want to haggle, and you're like, huh? Like... You know, Got it. and it could be all fake. You know, it could just be all like a show. That's there's a lot of that too, where they have to like look, look the look and not walk the walk and talk right. the talk, but not necessarily have it all together. You mm-hmm. know, so yeah, it's a very interesting. Well, perceptions of wealth definitely work on different people differently depending on your background. I agree. You know what I yeah. mean? Like if you are someone who has come from meager beginnings, yeah, and you are faced with, I, I'm thinking of the legal profession. Mm-hmm. Um, and you are faced with someone who maybe has a ton, who looks very rich. Like it's often a thing in a court of law. You never want to look too rich mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in front of the jury because you're sitting essentially in front of twelve yeah, there's people. There's a game that has to be played. There, for sure. Definitely, yeah. and like part of the game is don't look too rich. Yeah, don't whore your labels out. Yeah, I, I I would assume it's the same thing with haggling. Absolutely, I I I definitely can see that. You know, you wouldn't if someone is you know, looks more humble, of course you would... You're willing to help them out. Yeah, lower the price. Or or even if they act, you know, more humble and okay. maybe maybe are just, you know, a little bit fancier, but are just, you know, more humble in that sense. Right. Um, but it's not, it's not an American thing, and it's mm-hmm. definitely, like, a cash, cash sale type of more business and a very more, like... That's obvious. Yeah, and, so and obvious. A definitely more, like factory like farm mm-hmm. like just products going in products going out kind of like Got no nor like not a lot of like no storefront no mall no you know like right. it's a lot of just old ways of doing business that i think really is apparent in a lot of other cultures mm-hmm. i'm glad you hit up on the cash thing actually because um in, in the u.s we're moving closer and closer to not carrying cash and same and with I, china it's all digital now well here's the thing i grew up in a house where my dad would say cash is king Mm. because it's 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 instant you can see it here's the money that i have yeah. here you go yeah. i always have cash on me yeah. no matter what yeah i don't care what's happening in yeah. the world i will always have cash on mm. me because it does come in handy especially in a situation where maybe you can you want to haggle a price down or yeah. in a a vintage for me it's like vintage stores and vintage uh. sellers and some of those those markets are outdoor markets and the internet is sort of spotty. Yeah, yeah, So yeah, I always yeah, carry yeah, cash yeah. in many different denominations, right. let me just say, mm-hmm. because I know if it's between me and this other woman that just has a card and for some reason the, the mm. vendor's card reader isn't working, but I have cash and can take it immediately, really that will smart. be my sale. Yeah. It's just a, it's, it's a leg up on the competition. But, but also even just like you're buying a house. You have yeah. like a down payment in cash, yes. in lower interest rates, lower everything. No, you could probably go through where... escrow, everything a lot faster. It's so smooth. It's so right. like, I love that. Like cash is like, that's what my that mom always where, says. That's where Westerners should take a page out of Asian people's <laughs> books. Because you guys buy houses in cash. Yeah, boom, there it is. It's right there. Yeah. You want you want the sale right now? Yeah. You want a short 
Yeah. Boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here yeah, you yeah. go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and no, I, I fuck with that a lot. Yeah. Cash is king. Ca- yeah, I love that. Should be like a rapper name. Ca- Cash is king? Yeah. <laughs> well, Your dad's rapper name. Well, because I feel like there's so much. My mom says the same thing. Always have cash. on digital and like. You want to know something? There, there are still places in the world where shit no matter is digital. what, yeah. For I've been in places where I didn't have cash and I got like fucked over, yeah, because I had to pay with card, yeah. And I'm like, ah, like if I only had cash, like I've had right. those moments very clear in my brain. Because part of it is control, right? Mm-hmm. Well, if you're gonna use your card, it's gotta be a ten dollar minimum. Well, mm-hmm. I, I want something that costs two dollars. Mm-hmm. There's gonna be no bad. there's gonna be a fee. There's gonna be like an internet purchase fee. There's gonna be some sort of, you know, anything to add on because it's a service that the person that the business is paying for. Yeah. And so I don't know how Venmo. How does Venmo make money? Oh, through ads? Through like, because I know you can pay with Venmo like at Forever 21 now and stuff like that. But Venmo also uses, there are some fees that are charged. Not before, but now there is. Now yeah. there is. With like, yeah, if you totally. don't, if you don't put it in your bank account right. soon enough, you get charged through mm-hmm. dollar percentage or like PayPal, like all of this stuff. Like, it just, I don't know. I know China is going all digital. Like, it's all, like, WeChat Pay. It's, like, you just press a button, and that's that. And I think that's what we're going to, like you said, I think that's the direction we're headed in. But, I, and I think that's unstoppable, right? Yeah. But I, I, I think always have cash. Yeah. I was, <laughs> I was at a music festival not too long ago, and it was basically kids younger than me. And and me, because there was a generational act that I wanted to see. And none of the youngins had cash. Uh All of the 18, 15 to 21, none of them had cash. But it was the 25 and older set that had cash. And I I caught myself sort of laughing at a couple points because I was like, y'all are relying on this new shit, this new technology. And that shit will crash. And that shit will crash. Whether you know it, it or not. Crash. Yeah. It'll get hijacked. It'll right. get bugged. It'll have some kind of theft. Yeah. Yeah. Because you and I grew up in an age before all of this. Yeah. You and I grew up in an age where you, you had to have the plastic and you had mm-hmm. to have the cash. It was just a, uh, it was a, it was a safety net, yeah, if you will. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I wouldn't not have that safety net even now but it was such a bummer to see these kids who were like oh i'm just so hungry i just want a slice of pizza it's just five dollars and it's sort of like yeah it's just five dollars but yet you don't have the cash like that's the it, 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 that's the irony of it all for yeah me. yeah um but but i also feel like you should always have cash it's, it's easier to budget for sure. That's just a money management thing. It is. And I think any money, I'm not a money uh, no. financial expertise at all, but any 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 financial guru, any financial advisor, I'm sure would advise to make sure that you have cash. or Yeah, if you're an overspender, of, carry cash. Yeah. For sure. Exactly. Because those cards, and, and it's designed. It's designed for you to yeah. create interest and to mm-hmm. have interest because the interest is what Where is, they make their money. Exactly. Right, exactly. And I think America has a really big problem with that. But also the system is set up where we don't get educated. We were just talking right. about that earlier. Right. We don't get educated. We don't have financial classes. No one know, learns about taxes. Right. And all of a sudden you graduate high school and college and you're expected to know. And that's just bullshit. Well, that's, you know? that's where, you know, your family's financial views really come into play. And that parenting. And parenting big. comes into play, too. Yeah. Because you've told me some some smart financial 
tactics, we'll say, that I had never thought of. Mm. But because you and I are from two very different cultures, certain ways of handling money and the openness with which your culture as a whole talks about and deals with money. It's all about money. Informs how you treat money. Yeah. Versus American culture where people are funny with money here. They are. People are real funny with money. It's weird. Funny with money. People are funny with money because for a lot of people it's not just green paper and plastic cards. It's their value, their sense of self-worth, their sense of status, their sense of belonging. Exactly. Confidence. Right. And I sort of liken someone's I don't sort of, I do. I liken someone's views on money to their views on sex Mm. in the sense that whether you know it or not, by the time you're old enough to really realize your views on sex and money, they've already been so deeply ingrained in you, Mm -hmm. you have to unlearn them. Mm -hmm. For sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, you do. That's the sucky part about how our culture deals with or doesn't deal with money. Uh... Either it's not talked about because... You know, let's say for sake of argument, you're rich. Rich people don't have to talk about money. They don't. They just have it. Yeah, exactly. Or if you're maybe not, if you came from meager beginnings, either money is not talked about because maybe someone made some bad financial decisions Mm -hmm. and you don't want to reopen the old wound. Mm -hmm. Or it's talked about so much Mm -hmm. that it kind of becomes the only thing that you talk about Mm -hmm. because it's such a big deal that you don't have enough money and you're living hand to mouth. Yes. I think the way that we deal with financial literacy in this country needs to change. Absolutely. But that's a topic for a way different Oh, we should have a financial. We should. Yeah, just like the relationship with money and how money is a tool, it's Mm -hmm. energy, it's currency. And I think this country really needs to understand and become empowered because the government is not looking out for you mm-hmm. and the fact that only one percent holds you know the riches of the world yep. and the fact that the middle class and the lower class are becoming more the reason why america is so great is because the middle class there's such a big middle class right. and if you look at any third world country it's because there's a huge gap between rich and poor Mm -hmm. and what scares me is that america is headed in that direction so i would like i would like to be in that one percent right but it that takes time and that takes a lot of education but that's it's scary and 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 i think we need to learn and also learning to haggle would be good totally i think it also i think a healthy dose of dose of transparency would also yeah, go absolutely. a long way yeah cuz yeah. we talk about money as of a veiled thing that's shrouded in secrecy yeah. and we don't yeah. know what our fellow coworkers are making and we don't right. know what a normal wage is yeah what it should be what it should be i mean yeah. there, there's just so much secrecy involved and I there think we is. should blow the lid off of that if we if if the US ever has a a total hope of being financially literate and not having such a big divide yeah I mean we owe China like trillions of dollars mm-hmm. trillions and you can't and they just keep printing money that doesn't work that's how we have that's how inflation has been that's why we have inflation for like five years now you know and it's getting worse so like yeah, I think the message, this started out as haggling, but I think maybe the message is to become extremely educated. And and I think where the haggling comes in is that it's like when you haggle, you have a confidence about how you're going to spend your money. Okay. And like there's a confidence behind it that I don't think 
it's somewhat overlooked because all you can kind of see is either a the person being rude or maybe like it's more about the money but there's a confidence yeah. behind that that re- and, and like I said a poker face that requires you to like understand the kind of money that you want to spend the kind of money that you'll only spend got it and how you want to communicate that and yeah what does it take to be a good haggler and are gender politics involved in haggling like are women better hagglers than men I think think so but uh, maybe i'm biased okay okay no, but I, i'm um, genuinely i think first of all women are better because women do more of the buying because women do more of the cooking because women do more of the caretaking and i think the stuff and more of the research with that i mean exactly and i think that train of thought. the haggling comes more through um you know buying basic necessities like produce and household items and things that can be bought at a market. Mm-hmm. And by market, I mean like a outside, like a farmer's market, right. like a night market. Not like, Vons. Yeah. Right. Like, like, like the fabric district, mm-hmm. like the things that are, you know, very still, um, I don't want to Tangible? Say, tangible, like elementary in a way where it's just like, um, I guess more old school traditional type of business, okay. you know, essentially. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I think it's just, I, I also think maybe it's like a, thing about women like we love sales we like secretly love sales and good deals and I think there's I think there's something there's something there where it's like it's on sale for 40 percent okay all right I'm gonna gonna wait till it's that you're getting a good deal yeah and I feel like women have that more than men only because we like to shop we do like shop. So, I mean, so do men, though. I mean, let, let, let's be fair. Like, men like to shop, too. We're just shopping for different things. Exactly. Um, so, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's some sort of statistic or poll out there. But but I do think women are better in that sense because women do more of the caretaking. Got it. Traditionally, mm-hmm. stereotypically, whatever you want to say. Um, but, but, yeah, I think it just takes confidence in knowing, like, hey, I'm not going to pay. I'm not going to pay any less than this amount of money for this product. Got it. And if you will not sell it to me for that, or maybe being, it's also a game, you know, you say 40, they say 50, you say 45, they say 47, you settle on 46, whatever, right? Right. There's definitely a game and a politics to it all. And learning that I think takes time. And it's just like watching like, a baby lion watches his mom learn how to hunt. Like, I remember Guys. little, when I was little, I, like, remember looking up and seeing my mom haggle. And I was, like, this wee little thing. Okay. And being, like, and seeing it happen, like, in my face. Like, right. those are things that just learn from cultures and parenting. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, like, it's 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 a lot of things. But um, if you do go to Asia, make sure you practice. Because they, and especially in other countries, will they'll take advantage of foreigners, you know? Well, right. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's like if you if you go to like if you read any travel blog, travel forum about going to Thailand or Vietnam or any of those like Southeast Asia, mm-hmm. that's the one thing they'll mention like they you'll get taken advantage of. Right. So, and, and can I play devil's advocate here and say, you know, if I'm a business owner in Thailand, I might not feel that bad about making a tourist who's coming on vacation to mm-hmm. my home country, yeah. who I know has extra vacation money. Can come here and spend that money. Right. Yeah. Like, for sure. A thousand percent. Because one could argue, like, yeah, tourists should be paying more than the locals. Well, and also, too, if you think about the country's economy is fueled by tourism. Right. Um, And let's say so-and-so tourist can make American money that is worth way more than their bot or, or type 
be Taipei money or Beijing money or any kind of other Asian money. Because um, for whatever reason, the dollar and the pound is still worth more yeah. than any other free um, mm-hmm. frequent not frequency is it frequency currency currency mm-hmm. <laughs> um, same same ending. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So I completely agree. And if the tourist doesn't want to haggle and they have the money, then yeah, I like I've thought about like there's some places where I've been taken advantage of, mm-hmm. where I've been like, it's okay. Like I'll give them my money. Like I'm yeah. already. I'm. I don't not. I don't live in Asia. I don't work here. I don't contribute right. to. And here I am just trying to take. Why don't I give a little? You right. Know? Exactly. Yeah. Like I wouldn't as like if I got taken for an extra five dollars, I wouldn't be super offended because yeah. it's like well. I have no idea what their financial situation right. is. Right. And I'm coming to them asking them for their product. Right. You know I just, I, mean? I just, and then, and then I'd be the devil's advocate on that. It's like, they are going to do everything and anything to take, get as much money from you. Right. So then you have to know, like, you're willing to pay. You're not haggling necessarily, mm-hmm. but because let's say they are like for overcharging you by 400%. Right. And you're saying like, look, I'm okay with just being overcharged 200%. Right. I'm not okay with being charged for over 400% because right. if that happens with every taxi dry, uh, uh, trip or every meal, you're like spending, you might end up spending like an extra $500 and not even know because you were being nice or whatever it. it may be. Um, Can we actually talk about being nice and how that plays into haggling? Because, like, are there smile (laughs) politics involved? In the prep for this episode, I read a couple of different articles. Some said, like, you shouldn't smile when you haggle or you should smile at the end to kind of close the deal because haggling is, you know, part of it is trying to get a good deal. But part of it is social. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was just like, hmm, I wonder if if, if playing – I'm a smiler. I'm asking yeah. for my own personal benefit. I think it's better to smile. Got I think it. it's better to laugh and smile. Got it. Maybe passive aggressively a little, mm-hmm. even. <laughs> Just like, you know, like that. Like, right. oh, you're kidding okay. me, right? Like, <laughs> really? Like, come okay. on, you know? And then it allows, like, maybe the owner to smile or laugh a little. I, I always think it's better to kind of laugh and play a little with it just mm-hmm. to lighten it up and then... I think depending on the person you are, depending on the business owner you're dealing with, um, being smart and like reading that person and realizing like, oh, this person does not want to see me smile. Got like it. he he's serious Got and it. he's willing to haggle, but he's going to be serious about it. Got it. So to each its own and the person that you are. But I I I like smiling and okay. I like just being very light about it because it's not like some people get really serious and it's just well, like I mean, because it sort of connotes that. Yeah. Haggling definitely like gives off the feeling that you should be stone faced, yeah. and not very Poker warm, face. and not very um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheerful. I completely agree. And you should be tunnel vision on the 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 task goal. Yep, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I think there's many ways to go about. it. I think it just depends on like what your su- what what would be your success rate in in how you approach it and how how what your tactic would be. Hmm. Um. Interesting. Yeah. Sometimes because I look very sweet and young, I like to, like, kill them with kindness a little. Got it. So that is a tactic. Yeah, I have gotten away with that. Um, And also because I look young, so I can kind of play the, like, hey, like, I really don't have a lot of money because I look like I don't maybe don't have a lot of money at that point, you know, or wherever I was. Um, Or then I could get pretty stern and just say, like, look, I'm not going any less than this. Got it. And then being like, and then, like, it... 
there are some business owners that get really offended and then like being mm. and then offending them back being like listen like not buying this for two dollars thanks bye yeah you know no yeah totally and it's not personal it's just business but no yeah definitely i think um i think i realized earlier in talking to you off mic i think part of the reason that i maybe like just scoff the idea of haggling is um i don't like the way that word sounds oh yeah Haggle. Like phonetically, it sounds what is it? awful. Sort of gets stuck in the back of your throat. It's it's like haggle. it's like it's like oh man, I was walking through the woods and like oh I'm like there's a haggling in my leg. Yeah, <laughs> like like it doesn't sound charming yeah. or sophisticated. It sounds like something is stuck in your body and you want it out. Yeah, like in a the splinter. Back of your throat a loogie and it is stuck <laughs> there. I hate the way the word haggle sounds. It's- now. Conversely, I love the way the word negotiating sounds. Yeah, So yeah. I would never say I'm a haggler. No, 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 no. I'm a negotiator, but not a haggler. Because real talk and full transparency in prep for this episode, I wasn't sure how to spell haggle. I kept what? spelling it H-A-G-G-E-L. I'm saying, like, I don't haggle. I negotiate. That's hilarious. I know I nothing about haggling so much that I don't even know how to spell it. <laughs> I just imagine you, like, typing it in and being like, Huh? <laughs> yeah, every time it would correct me. Oh, it never corrected so me when funny. I when I typed out negotiating, negotiating, yeah. negotiated, negotiate. Okay. I know how to spell that. Maybe that's a way. <laughs> but it's at all the forms. No, no, no. <laughs> verb form, noun verb, noun form. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just keeping it real. Yeah. So maybe there's someone listening who's like, oh, thank God. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's terrible. a good way to like trick your brain into like, yeah. let me negotiate about this price. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah, not yeah, a good yeah. negotiator, but I'm way more willing to negotiate than I am to haggle. <laughs> Even though also, it too, comes I, from the same place. I think the word like hag itself, yeah. like you're such a hag, is right. like, maybe that's where it comes from. Who knows? I, I think find that, the root word of hag. I do think that that has something to do with it. We're like, as a woman, or nag. I don't like. I don't like any of that. Hag, nag. Yeah. If mm, I'm a a, bag, I'm an LGBT ally, so I don't like the F version of that word either. Oh yeah. I don't like any of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? That that, like that like G sound slash maybe with an L right after is can be like so off putting. There's something really off putting. But then when you do think of like nag and hag and bag and all these like like thing and F Mm -hmm. that uh. Actually, all those words are not very nice. They're not nice. Yeah, and I and maybe that maybe somewhere deep inside of me, my unconscious bias is like I don't want to do anything that mm-hmm. sounds like that or or has those yeah because like connotations like haggling in general. There is a level of stress. Yeah, that in, that is involved that I don't think people like. I told you when I came back from Thailand, mm-hmm. I was like tired of haggling. Yeah, I was like Jesus. Christ, just give me that price and that's it. Like, yeah. why does it have to be, like, way more? And, like, and it's culture and it's government and it's all of that. But I was so tired. And I was, yeah. like, I was like, and I'm Asian. Like, <laughs> please, <laughs> just let me pay 50 cents for this ride. Like, Yeah, no, I get you. But conversely, <sighs> like, you can nicely negotiate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But haggle, there is something about it that just it sounds right. aggressive and not right. friendly and exactly. <laughs> and and that and that's kind of what I experienced for the first time. I remember I coming back from Thailand this when I went in August of 2018, and I told you I was like, man, I just like this like extra layer of stress, and you're on vacation that I didn't even really like think about 
for whatever reason, mm-hmm. uh, I was like thinking about the beaches. Only. Yeah, because you're on vacation. Yeah, and then I noticed that like I I wasn't having a good time and not speaking the language, but like looking at someone who kind of looks like me was mm-hmm. like and speaking English to them only was like um versus I'm so used to like seeing someone who kind of looks like me and like at least being able to connect with them either culturally mm-hmm. or language wise. But I didn't know a lot about Thai land in general. Got like. It. I didn't. I didn't grow up with Thai friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have a bunch of Thai food only because here in America, like it's yeah. very like it's everywhere. It's just, but it's like so commercial. It's just like <sighs> yeah, like real Thai food doesn't. It's hard to find here versus like you can find real Chinese, yeah. you can find real Korean, right. you can find real Japanese food here. Right. Essentially, not Pock Pock tried. Pock mm-hmm. Pock. I think they're out of. Oregon. They tried to bring, out of Portland, they tried to bring real Thai food here. They tried to do it in Chinatown. There was a a whole host of reasons why it didn't work out. Yeah, and I get it. So, you know, all that being said, I agree. I I don't think haggling, you you don't hear the word like, oh yeah, I'm going to haggle, and you're like, ah! Oh, wonderful you right. know it's like you're right. gonna haggle and it's like oh wow okay cool so like what 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 happened like right. what was like did you get it like was you know uh, uh, it's very just like okay like let's be like sneaky slash like really like oceans eight about it i don't know like oh, that just sounds like work and like, it, and, it, and essentially it is that's work i'm and on you vacation guess you just save money maybe that is the lazy american in me that's like look i'm on vacation i ain't trying to work how much yeah. are you charging me for that okay fine yeah can i have that and go yeah. about my day i know you're overcharging yeah. and, me and i want to focus I, on it but i don't want to have to work and i know you're not the only person that thought that i'm sure right. so many other people that have traveled been like all right cool obviously i'm not gonna be able to get a lower price so right. here you go right you know exactly and also too because it's not a thing in american culture nope. that the minute you experience it it's sort of like oh oh that's a thing like uh, yeah uh, uh, i have to now like play a game when i'm buying this when in america it's 4.99 it's 4.99 yeah you know and you've never had to worry or even thinking about paying less than 4.99 feels weird right so why would then all of a sudden you do that <laughs> right like this that's... has nothing to do with haggling oh <laughs> I am that feeling that you're speaking of. I feel it towards the end of Burning Man, Hmm. where by the end of Burning Man, I don't want to have to barter. Oh, yeah. I don't want to have to like strike up an exchange. Like, I just want my thing, and I, I, and I, here's my money. Like, that, that is where (laughs) Burning Man for me is a a challenge. It's like, by the end, I just, this is the thing I want. No, I don't want to like have a conversation about it. No, I don't want to make a deal. I just want what I want. And give it to me, please. Yeah, because yeah. I'm tired. Yeah. There's so much going on. Yeah. And I just want it. Yeah, that's so interesting. I wonder if... Well, because I'm... it's work. I mean, at the right. end of the day, it's work. I'm and sure like, a lot of other people feel the same way, though, too. Maybe or maybe yeah. not. Like, yeah, I just haggling is a lot of work. It, it sounds like. Yeah. And, but it sounds like a great challenge, a social thing, a respect thing, obviously, but... I also think it's, like, a smart skill to just have because yeah. you never know when you might need to, like, survive off of haggling. That's like, true. I don't know. Just it, And I just think of, like, I really need this item and I only have $5. Well, like, yeah, because the tenets like, of smart haggling and smart negotiating, they seem like they come from the same place. Yeah, and I think good, strong business mind people... Mm-hmm understand that on a certain level and like lawyers you know yeah whatever it is that 
people who build buildings, like mm-hmm. all the stuff that I think Architects. requires a level of like savviness yeah. behind the value mm-hmm. of things is part of that. Yeah, I think it's right? also, especially as women, I think it's really important that we as women develop sharp negotiation or haggling skills. Yeah. Because in our culture, we do not negotiate enough for the betterment of ourselves, for right. the betterment of our paychecks, it's funny. For our benefits, for work. Right? We, we don't do that enough. Yeah, it's so funny. I wish that Asian women in that sense would like fight for what they want in their culture as much as they fight for getting those apples for 20 right. cents. You hit the nail. Yes. Absolutely. Like, don't let your husband treat you that way. Don't the patriarchal society or, you know, stand up for what you want and follow your dreams. Like, all of that gets translated to that level. And it's the same kind of energy Mm -hmm. of, like, I'm sure of this and I won't let anyone else shake me out of it. Right. Period. And I think, conversely, American women can believe in their own strength more and go, you know what? Fuck looking like a bitch. I'm just trying to negotiate the best thing for my life. Yeah. Or my company or my child. Right. And if that then makes me unlikable. Then also fuck it. Then also fuck. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Wow. Okay. Definitely. I I just like. That's amazing. I just hit this like epiphany because I have that issue a lot where Mm -hmm. like I really like to be liked. Yeah. But I also am, like, very strongly opinionated about right. certain things. So I co- get conflicted a lot where all of a sudden I feel weird and I'm like, oh, crap. Like, this person doesn't like me. Right. But I think I have to just, like, use that, like, haggling energy, I guess yeah. you could say. And just sort of be like, well, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And yeah, because that's it. men don't think that. Men aren't not like, oh, all. that dude doesn't like me. Uh, guess I'm not going for it. I didn't this close company. the deal. No, I men, suck. Right. Men are more apt to be like, well, he has these sets of skills and I have these sets of yeah. skills. That's great for him, but I'm going to bank and bet on me. Yeah. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. I also think when we think of leaders in this country, we think of men and traditionally <laughs> male figures. Uh, well, traditionally male characteristics. Yes, 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 yes. And the, the need to be liked... Or likability, that's not something that we tell men from a young age, mm-hmm. you need to be likable. Yeah, but, but women we tell have women to that be from all the, ju- the time. Right. And if you think of the skills that make a good leader, they don't necessarily always make you a likable person. No, and I think there is something to admire about someone who's like, look, I'm going to do me. Fuck and if, yeah. And if you don't like it, can't stand for it, yeah. then get out of my way. No, yeah, definitely. And I'm not going to run you over, but I'm going to say, excuse me. You know, for sure. Yeah, definitely. And I think if we want more female leaders, I think that we've we I say the collective we as women within our own personal lives need to examine how important being likable is to us. Mm -hmm. Because I do think for some women, the, the, the overwhelming need and desire to be liked can tank Oh, their pathway to success. Oh, for sure. I've experienced. I think we get tripped up on that a lot. I've experienced that firsthand, and it's a horrible feeling. Yeah, and it's psychological, and it's a lot of growing up and right. a lot of culture, and you literally have to go back and unlearn that. Right, and that's pressure. We don't put pressure, and it's uncomfortable on our it's, young boys. It, no, we put exactly. it on our young girls. But it's also uncomfortable, and it doesn't always feel good, and requires some months or sadness, yeah. uh, months of sadness, some sort of depression, some sort of something to like wake up and be mm-hmm. like holy moly this has been running me for my whole life and that's like reprogramming that right um from not operating on that level is is really you know 
elevating. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, so I think that haggling energy, negotiating energy, if the word haggle doesn't work for you, um, is something that all people can really develop. But I think as women, we could definitely, definitely benefit from haggling skills. Totally. Or negotiating skills. And that can yeah. start as small as negotiating for a good price on fruit at the farmer's market. Yeah. To negotiating your price of jewelry, to negotiating sure. your price of uh, appliances. You can also negotiate your debt. Yeah. And and the way that your debt is handled. Yeah. You can negotiate your taxes with the IRS. Like, there are things you can negotiate on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you just mm-hmm. can't be afraid to do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So be brave. Be y'all. brave. That's the call to action, y'all. <sighs> be brave. Harness that. I feel like a harness the like, haggle energy or the, like the meditation I, or the uh, negotiation energy. Oh yeah, and meditate on it. And meditate on it, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Most importantly, <laughs> I, mean, I just like blossomed into like this newfound like. Uh, I'm glad. Yeah, who I'm knew? totally I love, glad. I love finding these moments on air. And I feel like I, after this episode, I feel more confident to go out and negotiate more. Ooh, I'd love to hear real life stories from you. I'll future. I'll keep you filled in. Please do. For sure, definitely. <laughs> I also won't scoff when I see someone haggling. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, another yeah. big change I feel uh, yeah. has shifted within good. me. Yeah, really good. I'll instead just watch them and take notes. Mm-hmm. Awesome. <laughs> I like that a lot. Thanks for joining us, guys. Yes. If you are a chronic haggler, we're chronic negotiator, and you want to tell us your tips. Jack and I are here to learn. We'll blast them out to the interweb, to the Insta sphere, <laughs> the cosmos. And, yeah, and if you've been inspired to haggle since listening to this episode, we want to hear about that too. We want to yeah. hear about your journey to haggle dumb, yeah, or negotiation dumb. We yeah. want to hear about all of it. I know we are very curious for sure. And you can find us on Instagram at Black and Yellow Podcast, or you can find us individually if you want to keep your haggle and negotiation journeys a secret. If you tell me, I won't tell Jackie. Okay, I that's why I'm totally going to tell Jackie. Totally gonna I'm tell totally going to tell, tell each Jackie. other almost everything. But I'm Alana Webster at Renegade of Fun on the gram. I'm Jacqueline Chung Young on the gram. We're also on iTunes and Spotify. Mm-hmm. Uh, please feel free to subscribe, download, rate, comment, whatever you'd like. But of yeah. course, always five stars. Please, or darling. If you know, if you you have disliked us in any way, we'd love to hear that too. Speaking of being disliked yeah um we're also oh and then this was produced by christian at zeitheist yeah thank you, christian thank you christian a wonderful wonderful producer and uh that's it guys yeah stay tuned we got some more great shows coming up for you right, guys more One fun love. stuff ahead stay woke mm-hmm. keep that bougie mouth bougie mouth <laughs> in tip-top shape and we'll see you next week <laughs> bye bye <laughs>